Good morning, Raboisai. Ah! <coughs> Say there. We're okay. <laughs> Uh, just a little cold. Don't worry about it. I called the Seder. I was sitting on the plane this afternoon from Vienna to London. I noticed Mr. Yitzchok Edelstein from Vienna learning the daf. This was the best picture I could get without making it obvious. If you zoom in, you can see he's got you on the screen. Mika Amcha Yisrael by Lippi Brenning. Caught somebody learning Torah on the plane. This, uh, a married guy, he sent this to me. He said he did this himself. He wanted to remain anonymous. This is cool. It's a whole MDY thing going on here. Listen to this email. I like this a lot. This is an email from the first, the very, very first sponsor ever. Somebody has sent in the first sponsorship. His name is David Adi. And he says, you always say that daf changes a person. And to be honest, I never really understood what you meant, but now I do. Before doing daf every day, I used to be a huge sports fan. I had jerseys of all my favorite players and the whole nine yards. I used to call sports talk radio three to four times a week. I know a bunch of people like that. It's a thing. You listen and you call. And in fact, the radio show host and I would talk outside the actual call. The kids are, he lived sports. Before I was married, I would watch football. From 12 in the afternoon to 12 a.m. A full 12 hours of football every Sunday. After I got married, I cut it down to about three. I, I think I once mentioned my brother-in-law had, I, I forgot how many screens. Like in his basement, 10 screens. The whole oil would come. And today he learned seven daf a day. He got rid of all his screens. It, it changes a person. Now I'm not saying that a sports is usser and this and that. But 12 hours is, is a little bit much. And after I got married, I cut it down to three. But what can I say? Daf has changed me. I gave away all my jerseys and really haven't watched a game in over a year. My heart is no longer in it. My life revolves around my shul and Tyra. I can honestly say that Daf was the catalyst in changing my entire life. Unbelievable. A couple of weeks ago, I was talking to a friend who was a huge football fan. He would watch the games every Sunday for three to four hours. Now he's doing the Daf three times daily. And gives sheer on Shabbos. And has not watched a single game this season. I can tell you about myself. I used to have season tickets to the Bulls. I used to go to the United Center three times a week sometimes. And today, I don't know who the players are. I haven't watched a single game. Not because I'm a tzaddik. I don't have time. I don't even know what's going on. I don't know if it's playoffs. I have no clue. What can I say? My son actually told me they're a good team. He just told me on Shabbos. I have no idea. I used to mamish, it's unbelievable. Daf, the daf could change a person's life. What can I say? Torah does change a person. Keep up the great work. Sincerely, a big fan in Baltimore. Very powerful. Shkoyach. It's like Isaac Friedman, your shear is incredible. And that current demonstration was amazing. I can confirm as someone who works in Darche. Yes, Darche, where I went as a child, that Rabbi Josh Layton is a Rebbe in Darche. So I feel bad that I even had a, uh, I don't know, I just thought, you know, it should be Harava Goin, Reb Chaim Osher Okay, got it. Somebody's recording now. Okay, Yitzchok Friedman from Bayswater, Yishkoyach. The Rabbi Sai, we, 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 <laughs> We got off, it's a little bit of a weak start. I need the oil himself. 
I need, I see Yosef Ehrman spacing out over there. I need your help, Yosef. I need every single one to go out and get a guy. We're going to be left with 1,500 Gemaras. I'm the one that said 2,500 Gemaras. We got, we got to do something. It's now or never. We have one week and we've got nothing going on. Raboy Sai, help me. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Join MDY.com. Get one guy. One guy. If every guy gets one guy, that's it. I can't look like a fool. They told me to get a thousand Gemaras for my cotton. I said, no, we're going with 2,500. This is rough, rough. Help me out. Do chesed to a friend. Yosef, make that phone call, please. Paris Achoyesh for the Koilas Chaim. Lili Nishmas Yeshua Ari Leva Koim Ben Yonis and Chaim. Lirifuas Yidi Deinu Reb Sholem Baruch Yudu Ben Malka Freda. I want to tell you, I have a lot of pictures. I, maybe I'll show you the, the different time. The things, the chesed that goes on behind the scenes in our Chabura is Torah and Chesed. People sent them money. People sent them chocolate trays. People sent them gifts. People sent them musical instruments. It, it's crazy. The Chesed, why? He's a guy that's part of our Chabura, learns the daf every day just like us. He's our age. He's, he's, not, he's 40 years old, maybe. And he has little kids at home. And the least we can do is say, Rufuas, Rupsholaim, Baruch, Yehuda, Bemalka, Freda. He's sitting in the hospital with a trach in his neck. 40 years old. Mesechdes Megillah, the Davis and Kessler families in Schus for Rufu Shleima, for Miriam Esther, Baz Devaira. Mesechdes Megillah, Shmuley Hach, F245, Lady Lunishmas, Ramona Khan Shleima, Pinchas Tubio, Zechonel, Robert Abraham, Moshe Peretz. Mesechdes Shoma, Haven Aliyah. Oh, Lady Lunishmas, Imi Merosi, Rusmus Mordechai, if I didn't say it. Last day, this is the last, last day. Ah, he sits next to me on the right. I don't see him. I don't know if he's on the screen or not. But we could all say also, Rufuah Shleima for a little kid, Mamash, a two-year-old. Zchus for Rufuah Shleima for Gavriel Binyamin Ben Cyril Fruma. The great-grandfather sits next to me every day. By Bobby T, JS69. Every day. Surprising me with new ones. What's JS? Jerusalem? I don't know what it is. Rufuah Shleima for my father, Elio Ben Ivana Chava. Something like that. Ivana Chava. Avrumi and Shprinzi grows in memory of her dear cousin, Rabbi Chil Michal ben Osher Zuchran Racha. Rabbi Mechel Shivenbauer on his first yard side. Rabbi was a prolific daf yoimi magichir of repeating the daf three times in one day with his trademark enthusiasm. One popular daily shir took place at noon at Agudas Yisrael Manhattan headquarters, a shir that began just after 9 11 and ended when COVID 19 closed lower Manhattan. Shom Shadavan Aliyah, Naftali Lutensin, in honor of WS 58. West Side, I think, his birthday and him joining the Chabura ah, by David Adi. That's the beautiful email I read. By the Greenberg Blech and Adi families. Adam Labato, for Shleima Bakari, for my father. David Akayim ben Miriam, who needs our Tfilis and Rachmi Shomayim. Should have Rafur Shleima. By Noach Kaplan, on the 50 yard side of my father, my Shaleb, by Yecheskel Akayim. And as a schos for all his grandchildren by Steve Jakubowski, that Reb Eli's self-imposed quarantine should end quickly and that he soon get back in the saddle. I'll get back in the saddle, Steve Jakubowski, if you show up at one of those Chicago Siyumim that they make. Where are you? You learn the daf every day in Chicago. You're a hush of a lawyer. Show up! All right. Raboisai, here we are. Daf, today's Daf Chafei, Daf Chavdalarum Beis, Omar Rabbi Yechonon, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12 lines from the bottom. 
Suma ba'achas me'enov lo'isas kapov. We're talking about a koyeng who's duchening, and we don't want people to look at him either because it could make him blind, like Rashi said, or Taisa says because he'll be mesiach das. He won't have good kavana. Achas me'enov. The the in Chevron. Now, oh, I see Michael. How are you doing, Michael? I said this was the last refuah shleimer for your great grandchild. Shalom aleichem. How are you? Now I see you on the screen. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know. They say they like to joke around about the Roshiva Rabbil Zax. He had a, a glass eye. So they say this Meshuggah Mice, obviously it's not true, but whatever. They like to, to say this Mice. That the Rabbil Zax got pulled over by a cop for speeding or something, and he told the cop, Listen, if I could do a trick that you've never seen, would you let me off? So the cop says, Okay, fine. So he took out his glass eye, and he bit it. So the cop says, no, no, I've seen that. But let me see you bite your other eye. So Reb Hill thought for a second, and he took out his teeth, and he bit his eye. <laughs> That's, the governors like to say that, Maisa. Okay, no, but seriously, there's a bacher in getting a faher by Reb Hill, and he was staring at the Rosh Hashiva the whole time, staring like, Checking out which which eye is glass, and when the fahar is over, the Rashiva looked at him and he said, "It's the right one. It's the right one." Zok the Gemara. So suma b'achas me'enov lo yisokapov. People are going to check him out. He shouldn't dochen. There was a guy that had a glass eye or one eye in the neighborhood of Rabbi Yochanan. Have a paris yode. He would do dochening. Like we said yesterday, if people are so used to it, nobody's going to steer. Who cares? We, we, we know him for years. It's not a big deal. If you're blind one eye, if people are used to it, then you could do duchening mutter. If a person has died, he works, he's a, a painter. A lot of times you see a guy coming to shul, he's all full of paint. I've seen it a number of times. So if he has like, Paint on his hands, stain on his hands. If this is what people do, they're all painters, they're all dyers, then mutter, nobody looks at it. Says the official Mishnah, for Shimshon David Lipa, Yosef Yehuda, Yeshua Michal, Bnei Yehudas Bela, Patzlocha Ruchni, Ha'imer, any over Ateva So now we're talking about a guy that says things that are shady, that mean him. Heretics like to say these things. The heretics, they, any over teva I'm not going to daven for the Ahmed in my colored clothes. They only would wear white clothes. That's not a, so even white. The kids are certainly not in white, but even in white. I'm not going to. Wear shoes, afyacha if loyavar, certainly shouldn't go barefoot. Oh, let's see, did I bring a, I didn't bring a glove. Okay, I wanted to bring a glove. Maybe I did, you know what, maybe I did in my pocket. I have a chair. I did bring a glove. No, because I made these tefillin out of Play-Doh last night and it got my hands dirty. Um, if a person, here, something like this, this is what his tefillin look like. Sakana, the mitzvah. So if you put this on your head right over here, and 
I'm not making this up. You bump into a door or a wall. It happens sometimes. This could penetrate into a person's head because there's a soft spot here. And because it's round, it could cause injury. Sakana ve'imba mitzvah. You know, I'm a kind of mitzvah. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, the actual mitzvah is to have, as we're going to see in the Gemara, it has to be square. Allah if he put any tefillin, let's call here, I have my tefillin here. I don't want to, okay, whatever. He takes his tefillin and he puts it over here. I've seen people in shul, literally like that. I mean, okay, now that we're talking about it. If you have a chop, it doesn't go, your tefillin don't go to the end of your hair, it goes to the end of the hair line. So if your hair line is over here, this is the, the final spot that your tefillin should be. It doesn't go by your hair. So I actually have a, a high forehead. I should not put my tefillin over here. Tefillin should go like somewhere over here for me. I know what you guys are thinking. What if a guy is bald? Does he put his tefillin all the way back here? No. Okay, where, where the hair used to be. Oi, I'll pass yodai. You don't take your tefillin and put it over here because it's al yodecha. Oh, it should be on your hand. No, we know, we learned that it's over here on the muscle over here. This is uh, a limer in the Gemara, but you have these, and Rashi keeps on saying it. These are people, the meaning, or later on he says, You find that I, I, I spoke to a lot of uh, you know younger people, let's say, if you parachute into this world and everything is your own logic and your own thing, so then you come up with your own ideas. If you don't have tradition, you don't have a Torah, so, to me, it makes sense that tefillin should be over here. Beine necha, it says in the Torah, between your eyes, so I'm going to put my tefillin right over here. It says al yudecha over here. L'chayra, it makes sense that there's evolution or whatever. It, it just makes sense to me because... I just parachuted in here, and I'm making stuff up as I go along. If you have tradition, you know not differently. Rashi keeps on saying, you go with your own mind. No, no. You think you're smarter than everybody that lived before you thousands of years, and you know better? Okay. So you do your thing. Put it on his forehead. Because the minim, they dirge in the Pasuk, literally. If you cover your tefillin with gold, let's say you make a gold box, or you cover it with gold, you put it on your sleeve. So, interesting, Rashi says that why is gold no good? Because it says in the Pasuk, the Torah should be in your mouth. So, tefillin has to be edible. You have to be able to chew the, the leather that it's made out of. Now, yeah, you could make it out of a, a cow that died without shechita. The Gemara discusses it. It's still edible. You know, Akash Baruch Hu killed it. It's better than a human being, so the Gemara says, killing it. We are just not allowed to eat it. But it's edible. But gold is not edible. Interesting that Rashi says that you need lois al yadcha. It should be a ice, a sign for you. But it's for you. So you don't put it on your sleeve. That's why you don't put it on your sleeve. So the Rashba says it's an incredible thing, and we don't pass it like this, but the Rashba says that the tefillin shoroish 
is for Vero, it's for other people to see. So it comes out that according to the Rashba, you could put tefillin on top of a baseball cap. It doesn't have to be on your head because it's for other people to see. Interesting Kiddush. Says Gemara, my taima, why can't he wear this clothing and everything? Maybe we're dealing with the heretic. So you can't doubt him for them. Perhaps our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says that a tefillin in this kind of shape, similar to this, let's say like an egg, you can't wear it. Maybe that backs up the other brace that says, that you have to, your tefillin has to be completely square. And that's halacha l'moshim m'sinai. So, I'm not in the mood of opening my tefillin now, but, right, let's say, let's say this is the, this part right over here. You have the top square, and you have this over here. So there's, if you look, there's stitching going on over there. The stitching has to be nice and square. But more important, the top part. So Rashi says the famous thing, if a square, if you have, this is one inch by one inch, so the balachsoin, the um, what is it? Uh, okay, forgot the word in English. The, the angle? No, there's a better word. Diagonal thing. Diagonal. The diagonal is one and two fifths. So that's how I could check to see if it's perfectly square. It needs to be one hundred percent perfect square. I mean, it's as much as humanly possible. So one by one would be one and two fifths. But then you know you have a nice square. Okay. You know, when you do construction, uh, you know, I am um, by trade uh, a contractor. The biggest thing is to square up a house, to square up a room, to square up the, the kitchen, the, the cabinetry. It's a big thing. So there's little, we have tricks and stuff, but okay. One by one by yeah. one and two fifths. The bottom line is the till should be perfectly square. Says the Gemara, so perhaps. Our Mishnah backs it up. It says that this is also to use. So this is because Allah Says the Gemara, no. Now you'll see why I'm wearing gloves for a second. no. You're right. The Mishnah, he made it like a walnut, like an egg, a round shape. And the Mishnah is saying that this is very dangerous. Because if you're wearing this and you bump into a door, and it happens sometimes, it'll go into the head maybe. What the Bryce is saying is this shape. It's round, but it, it, this is not going to penetrate the brain. This is not going to go into the head because the bottom part is flat. So if you put this on your head and you bump into the door, that's not a sakana. But if this is also, you know, it's the mitzvah with this because it's round. This is the Bryce. So our Mishnah, it says this, this doesn't back off. The Brisa. This is just talking about Sakana. This is the Halakha Mishnah saying that it's also to use this because it's real, not because it's Sakana. Check YouTube. Check YouTube. That's good. YouTube is good by me. Still recording. You think it's not recording somewhere? As long as by me it's recording, then I'll upload. Fine. I hope the guys on YouTube are doing okay. You want a Gemara topic? No, about that. Okay, great. 
says the Mishnah. Again, Leschus Ruchni, for Shimshon Davidipa, and Yosef Yehuda, Yeshua Michal, Bnei Yehuda's Bela. Ha'aymer, Yibarchucha Tavim, or Tapadav Chafei. So this is amazing. Yitadosh Baruchu, the good guys, should bless you, Hashem. Harezu Haminos, says Rashi, Tap Rashi. You need to include the Rishayim when you daven. And listen to this. In the Ktoiris, this Chelbano, it's a terrible spice. But Akosh Baruchu wants it in there. Akosh Baruchu wants the Rishayim in, included in the Tefillah. It's incredible. We want the, the guys that are not perfect. We want everybody, like we had by Tainus, you have to include the entire city, even the Rishon. So you'll ask me the question, but what about Pesach, when we say, uh, if you're not such a tzaddik, you know, you're a Russia, you know, you're not allowed to eat the carbon. So over there, so the Pshat is like this. When a guy that's not 100%, he's still fry, he wants to be part of the Tainist, that's great. HaKosh Baruch loves it. It gives HaKosh Baruch Nachas that his children are, are coming together for, to, to daven for the Tainist. But you want to come and just eat lamb chops? That not. Just to come to the party, to the seum? No. If you're going to come and learn, be part of it, and you're going to say, I'm only taking this and this type of chasidus. These are the only guys that can learn. And everybody's included. Everybody's involved. It's an amazing thing. Smells bad. But I want it as part of my k'toyris. And that makes the perfect smell. That little bad, together with all the good, is perfect. Just like you have rachmanus on the bird. You shoo away the mother. So you can get the, the bird. So too, no good. I was going to explain because different re- two reasons. So this is also not good. Hashem, we thank you for all the good you give us. The bad, I'm not going to thank you for. But the good, yes. Bad, we don't do that. If a person says twice, you bow and then you repeat it, no good. So over here, this is even worse. Before is derech minos. Over here, we tell them to be quiet. We shush them. There are people, there's a chasidim especially, that won't sing moidim, moidani lefanecha, let's say. Because he's saying it twice. You don't do that. Mishat kenoisa. So the Gemara explains, if a person takes the isra of arayas, you shouldn't be with your mother. So that, that's not what the Torah meant. The Torah meant, don't embarrass your mother. Don't talk n- not nicely about your mother. No, Torah never say, the Torah has to stoop down to such a level and talk about arise, arise. No, it don't. So we tell him also, don't, don't take the Torah out of its Pashat. Which normal person will take a child and give it to the Abay Dezar so they put him in a fire, burn his own child. No. So what it means is, you shouldn't impregnate a guy. It's talking about bias nachri. Mishat can also be nazifa. This is even worse. We give it to him real good. Why? Because what you're saying is that a boil nachris is chayiv karis. 
And if there's hasra, you give a misa's bezdin, and that's not the truth. You're changing the halacha. Changing halacha is really bad. Forget about saying wrong pshat in the Torah. Now you're changing the, the halacha in the Torah. I give you an azifa. Says the Gemara Bishlah, I can understand if a person says maidim twice, it's kilo, he has two rabbinish loyalams. I only want to bench Hashem for the good and not for the bad. You have to say, Baruch Dynamis. We're very familiar with this, unfortunately, by Levaya. Terrible thing happens. You give a Kaj Baruch a Bracha. Baruch Dynamis. You know what you're doing. And at the same time, if a person gets a $10 million Yerusha at, at the Levaya, he makes a bracha, a bracha toiva metiv. It's crazy. You make a bracha for the good and a bracha for the bad. So I understand why if you only want to make on the good, we stop you. It sounds like a nice thing. Hashem, have Rahmanas on us, like you have Rahmanas on the little birdie. My timer. Plague about Ramaroid, Machlaik is Marava. And there it is wrong. Rabbi Yazimarava, Rabbi Yazimarzavida, two Rabbi Yazis, but different names. The other animals are going to be upset. Oh, well, Hashem only has Rahmanas on the birds, he doesn't have Rahmanas on the cows. It's also very interesting. Don't think that you understand the reason that you're shooing away the bird. Hashem gave us a mitzvah of Shiluch Hakan, not for you to understand and not for you to darshan. Yes, the, 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 the Rambam, the Ramban, it teaches us good midas. Okay, but the reason is Hashem wants you to do XYZ. Don't. Don't think you you understand the real reason behind it. You do it. So don't start saying, oh, you know why we do keep it up and mail Hashem, this and that. You have to do it because Hashem said so. Says Gemara, the in front of the Rabbo, just like Abrahmanus on the bird, Abrahmanus on us, just like you're not allowed to shecht a mother and its offspring on the same day. Wow, he's an unbelievable chazan. What do you mean he's an unbelievable chazan? What he did was also. You see, sometimes you have to keep your, your students in check. He said something that's completely wrong on purpose to see if a bayu would jump out of his seat and say, wait a minute, before Shemishnah, in Megillah, Dav Chafayom and Aleph. Omar, uh, we had this a number of times, at least. I, I remember this, I think, in Brochus. There was a chazan by Rebbe Chanina. Omar, Hokel, Hagodol, Hagibor, Vanoira. This is what we say in Shemona right? He added, Adir, Ve'achazok, Ve'ahamet. He added three, three Brochus, three Shvachim Takadosh Baruch Omar Lei. So he says to him, See, I'm Tinu, the Shvachim, the Marach. That's all you got? You got six total? Says the Gemara and he explains to him, the first three that everybody says every day in Shemonesrei, since it says it in the Torah, we wouldn't say it if not for them. So how do you have the right to go and do more than what it says in the Torah? Moshe Lodim Shoyu Loi Elef Alfei. Elef, a thousand times a thousand is a million. Alofim times a thousand is a billion. Guy had a billion Dinrei Zav, a billion golden coins. Voi Mekal Sanoi Soi. 
Not just the amount was different. He didn't go from a billion to 1,000. But he went to a different denomination completely. He went from gold to silver. Like, you're embarrassing this gvir. You're saying that has a thousand coins when it has a billion gold coins. You're going to tell Baruch Hu, oh, you're an Amit, an Adir, when he has a million Shvachim. You don't even understand. There's only one thing that human beings are in control of, and Shemayim doesn't want to be in control of. They could, but they don't want to. Yirashemayim. You have to get your own Yirashemayim. So Tysus asked the famous question. We all know that there's something else that's not Bidei Shemayim, and that is getting a cold. That's in your hands. You can decide. I'm going to leave the base marriage, go home. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to wear a scarf, whatever, however cold works. Drink special tea. Some guys wrote me, you have to drink this with this kind of honey. And da, da. Oh. So Taisa says, our Gemara is talking about how a person is born. You are born with a certain mazel. You're, you're, you're tall, you're skinny, this, wealthy. What's going to happen later on in life, that's Sinim Pachem. That is the Yerushamayim that you could get achieved later on in life. That's a different Gemara. Over here we're talking about how the genes that a person is born with. Chutzmi Yerushamayim. Shenema. What is that? What does Hashem want? Moshe Rabbeinu tells Klai Yisrael. He's only asking for one thing. In other words, you see Mephorosh in the Torah. There's only one thing that you have control over. To fear Hashem. Klaus, the Gemara says, the famous Gemara, probably heard a thousand Shevet Brachas drushes on this. When Hashem says, I'm only asking for the smallest thing for you to do, and you can't even do that. I'm only asking to have Yerushimayim. So it seems like Yerushimayim is nothing. It's a joke. So it's more in. Who's talking? For Moshe Rabbeinu, it's a nothing to have Yerushimayim. Think about it. If we saw Hashem, like Moshe Rabbeinu saw Hashem, we were in Shemayim for 40 days, learning Torah from Hashem, you wouldn't fear Hashem? Okay, so for him, it's not a big deal. For us, we're so removed, it's a big deal. So, for Moshe Rabbeinu, you ask somebody for a car, and he owns a car, it's not a big deal, take my car, big deal. He doesn't cop that he's paid $70,000 for this car, it doesn't bother him, just take it, take it for a day, it's not a problem. Yeah? My chavrusa asked a guy that goes to the shir, he's from Mayor Simon, could I have your Honda Odyssey? Now, Honda Odyssey in Israel doesn't cost $40,000. It costs over $80,000. $90,000. No problem. It doesn't even think. Take it. No problem. However, but if a person doesn't have a drill at home, and you go asking for a drill, then it's tremendous. Same thing. Moshe Rabbeinu had the Kli Gadol. He had the Yerushimayim. It was nothing for him. So he's talking to Klai Israel as if it's nothing. But... But Lamaisa, Moshe Rabbeinu knew that he has it, everybody else doesn't have it. So I heard they say that Moshe Rabbeinu was trying to teach Klaish from Musagim. You should know. It's like, it's like the Bells of Chassid, yeah? You should know it's possible to know all of Shah's Balpeh. You just have to work hard. Here's a guy. Now you're going to say, but I'm so far away from it. Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, look, I'm telling you, it's possible for a human being to achieve this level of Yerushimai. Yeah. For you, it might be difficult, but I'm telling you, it's, do- it's doable. A person that says, not only in the mission, the mission talks about Moedim. So I'm telling you, says the Gemara, even Shema Shema. 
right? So you're going to say, you heard, and I've heard many times, briskers, you go, shma, 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 uchsa, 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 tom. I don't know where they get the header from, but it's a thing. If you say the word shma, you say it twice, it's a terrible thing. Okay, it's not a nice thing, but it doesn't say you should shush him up. What's disgusting? And Rashi says, like There's a guy that repeats the same word over and over. Shma, shma, da, da, da. But pause. Then repeat. Now he's talking to two different rabbinic shalalams. That you tell him to be quiet. The brisk is going to tell you. But I didn't have kavana. I didn't have kavana. That's why I'm saying it again. I'm not a bad guy. It's very bad. What are you, Hashem's friend? What are you just talking to, to the rabbinic loyalam? And you're not thinking what you're saying? Even the first time? So I mean, this is a tie on us. Because obviously... We're not on that, we're not holding. We treat Hashem sort of like a friend. You just read it and then we hop afterwards. Oh, we had no idea what we just said. Did I just say Shema? I don't, I don't remember if I said a bracha, not a bracha. What happened? I have a picture, although he's doing it to himself. But if a guy is not Mechaven, you take a hammer and you whack him on the head. That's what he deserves. The kids are, I don't know if you should take this as a header, go around and she'll start punching people in the face. Yeah, you are Mechavin. Poof. You are Mechavin. I know you are Mechavin. The Mishnah Bruce says, today know he's Mechavin. Punch in the face. You are Mechavin. So here's a very important kasha, or shayla, I should say, la what about a chazan, chazonas? Today, it's a big thing. In our show, we have chazonas. Can you repeat the same word twice? So you're going to say, I knew, what's the big deal? It's very, very difficult to find the heter. To say the same word, and chazonim do it. I know in our show, the very makbid, not to repeat the same word twice. The head of the choir is a big, big Talmud Chachem, and he knows the very well, the very makbid. But the Aruch HaShulchan goes, goes crazy on the people that repeat the word twice. He says they don't have Yushimayim, a whole thing, and he, he tries to come up with a heter for them. But the Maram Shik says there's no heter in the world, and you have five reasons. It's impossible. Every word has a, has a secret to it, and you're repeating it. It's terrible what you're doing. And you're treating Hashem like a friend, repeating the words. It's mamish, a, a joke. Ramosha Feinstein brings the Maram Shik la'alacha. He says it's usr. To repeat the words twice, even if you're singing a song in shul, you don't do it. You say Gdusha, you go, you don't repeat the word. You can pause and la 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 la, but you don't repeat the same word twice. Something to remember. He explains, what does it mean that you shouldn't be with your father and mother? It means you shouldn't embarrass them. That's awesome. He's explaining the pasuk that a person was with a goya, not that you shouldn't take your son and burn him. Says the official Mishnah, and Yosef Yehuda and Yeshua, 
Michal Bnei Yehudas Bela. Maisa Ruvain Nikra Belimitargeim. So now we're going to go through different things in the Torah that it's not Kedai to repeat over in the, in the common language to understood language. We're talking about, maybe I have a picture over here for, yeah, for the new guys. I've never seen this. You're talking about Amaritz. An Amaritz. He doesn't have what's flying. So why introduce him to things that he doesn't understand? So one of them is the story of Ruvain that he was upset that Yaakov Avinu favored the 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 what are you going to call her Pilegesh the Bila instead of Rachel. Rachel's Nifter Nifteris. So instead of taking Ruvain's mother Leah, he took Bila, which was Rachel's. So he was very upset about it. So the Torah says Lishkav is Bila. Let's see if I, I have the pasuk here. Yeah. Hold on. Here's the pasuk. We don't need to see the second. By Yishka Yisrael, and then by Yishkav is Bila. If you read it and Yamaritz, you don't understand what the Gemara says about it. Then you're gonna think that by Yishkav means literally he was with his father's wife. So don't repeat it. Don't explain it in Aramaic or in English. The story about Yehuda being with his daughter-in-law, that you could say. And the Gemara is going to explain. You, you could talk about the first part of the eagle. We're going to see the Shani is the second part in that... Uh, uh, uh. Where is it? It just means this right over here. At the end of the pasuk, at the end of, in the parsha of the eagle, Aaron Akon is explaining to Moshe Rabbeinu, and he says, The the calf came out. Kilu, it has a koyach, like like its own entity. It was able to come out. It's not that human beings interfered. It came out, and that's bad. So. Nikra of Targum, you don't repeat it, you don't explain it. Birkus Kehanim, we're going to explain what that is, you don't repeat. The story that Amnon was uh, basically his Ma'anis, his own sister, but his, it wasn't a real sister, it was from a, a, a new Yifas um, Toyar that David married. So, David, to, to say that Amnon is David's son is a Busha. Nikra and Belaymit argument, and we're going to see that even. Part of it you can't even read. Period. <coughs> we don't say the Aftoira of Yecheskel Merkava. Rabbi Yehuda Matir. We pass and says Taisis like Rabbi Yehuda. We do say the Merkava. When do we say the Merkava? Lel Shvuas. So you could say as a joke, as a vitz, because Lel Shvuas, 95% of the people are sleeping, so you stick in that Aftoira there. Rabbi Lezer Oimer, a Maftirim Bahoidas Yushalayim. It talks not nicely about Yushalayim. We don't, we don't use that as aftire. There are things that you repeat, the things that you don't re, you don't say targum, and there's one partial we don't say at all. So I made the whole list here. It's not that important, but you can see that it's it's blast. Where is it? Blas Akon Nishpa. Blas Akon Nishpa. These are, I'm not going to go through it now because we ran out of time. But here are all the things. What's the first one? Bays is Bereshis, Nikram and Targum. 
you could say Bereish Bar Lekim is Shemayim is hard. Pshita, of course. Malu say Moshe Shilu Malu 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 Mato. People are going to ask you. You start talking about Ma'aseh Bereishis. So what's on top of the highest? What's on the bottom? What happened before there's a world? What happens after? These are very difficult questions and very not a good idea to, to think about them because we don't have good answers to them. So we don't want to get into it perhaps. You do read it. Come on, you do read it. Sponsored by Moshe Horn and Woody Wyman as a schuss for Morty Matzkos and in honor of rebellion for all that he does. Ma'aseh light. Lamed is light. You could read it, say the Targum, explain what happened. Maybe since he's related, it doesn't look good for Avram. Okay. Why not? It doesn't look good for Yehuda that he's with his daughter-in-law. Listen to this. Incredible. Yehuda admitted that he's Chaita, and that's a beautiful thing. To know that a person makes a mistake and he admits to it. And he doesn't, he doesn't deny it. That's a shvach for Yehuda. Maybe I shouldn't talk about the eagle at all. It's a terrible thing to, rem- to remind Klai Yisrael what he did. Also an incredible idea that every time we mention it and we embarrass Klai Yisrael, that gives them more and more kapara. There was a, the famous story in Letterman. A guy said, what's the big deal? The Klal is in the Torah. I want the Klal. They said, no, 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 we give it to the, to the Balkaira. He says, no, I want to show that it's all Torah. And he took the Klal. And very, very shortly afterwards, his father was Nifter and left him a tremendous Yerusha. So they told the stipler, they said, you know, that guy that got the Aliyah, he got a tremendous Yerusha. He went back to America to take care of the Yerusha and the whole business. So the disciples said, wow, I knew that it's a big klala to get, it's not a good idea for anybody to get the klalas. You can get a curse. But I didn't realize how bad it is. He's going to leave Kylo and go to America to work? Wow, that's on a whole different level. Says the Gemara, klala is ubrachos nikirayin umetargimen. Pshito. You should say the targum. It's going to knock everybody out. They're going to be really sad. They should hear it. When, when the Torah says, there's, there's different death penalties. In it. You have to know about it. Maybe they'll do mitzvahs out of fear and not out of love. Again, Avshalom was with his sister. Maybe that's embarrassing for David HaMelech. Again, we, we spoke about Pilegish Begiva, the other Masechta, a few times. They, they, uh, they took the Pilegish and they did terrible things with her and she died. She so chopped up her body, sent it out to Klai They destroyed Binyamin. So, Maybe the whole Shevet Binyamin, we should be careful and not embarrass them. Why should I say about Yerushalayim? Rebbe Lezer had a story, the exact opposite. There's a Balkaira, and he said, The terrible things that go on in Yerushalayim. If you're going to read this, we have to check about you. Let's check your mother. 
So to exclude him, we don't go like him. You're allowed to talk, you're allowed to say that parasha. But in his shul, the meaning was not to. Why did this guy get up there and do it? You see that he had a problem. And Khanami had a problem. I don't know why I did this, but I did. These are the things that are red. No. Did I just? Oh, yeah. This is, the, this is the new and improved one. The other one I showed you didn't have this. Okay, Nikro Metargim. And now, this is Nikro Veloy Metargim. So the Dal is known, it's good to see. Dal known is really one. So what are the, what are the things? Ravdon Simon. Maisa, Ruvain, Nikro Veloy Metargim. The, the story that happened with Ruvain, you read it and you don't see the Targum. Maisa, Berebi Chanino, Bengam, Lil Sholach, Kavol. So if you look over here, it's very, very important. It's good to see this. The, the story of Reuven is called It starts off in the green and contains a long passage. Don't say only the last part. If you look at the last part, interesting, there's a pay. That's a new parasha in the middle of a passage. So I can read from the new parasha on, this has nothing to do with the story of Reuven. Okay, that he told the Metargamon, go ahead and say that. The second part where Arun HaKoyin says, you don't say the Targum. Be careful how you talk. The way Aaron answered Moshe, the, the guys that already had tightness and things, here they were able to jump up and, and say, look, a million Abdallahs. There's, a, there's literally two guys in the, that, that listen to the shir every day. And anytime I say the little, the slightest thing, they write email, we got to be mefars in the terrible shir that we have over here. Says Aaron, we threw the gold into the fire, and look, a miracle happened. That's how he could translate it. It's not what he said. We could translate it. Look, a calf comes flying out of the fire. So maybe there is a, a getchka. Maybe there is Abedazar that we have to do. Which, by the way, did come out in a very interesting way. It was through Kishuf and all that. You shouldn't, you shouldn't explain Birkus Kehanim. My time. Yisah Hashem, part of Eilecha, Hashem is going to show favoritism to Klai Yisrael. Says Rashi, let's look inside Rashi. Rashi, they were asking Yisah. So it says, Ve'enon, you see Rashi, Shalom Yom HaKadosh Baruch Hu Noisel, and part of Hashem finds favoritism. Ve'enom Yoydim Shekedayim Yisrael, listen to this Rabbi Yisai. Yes, there is favoritism to Klai Yisrael, let's listen to him. Kedamim Mibrochas, Brochas Devchoth. Look at Dayim Yisrael, let's listen to him. What? You shouldn't show favoritism. Listen to this. I said you should you should satiate yourself and then bench. And all they do is they eat a small piece of bread and then they bench. And I shouldn't show favoritism to them. I'm just saying it's like we, we always complain, oh, I'm gonna bench now, I don't want to wash, because then I have to bench. And that little halacha, that small halacha that we bench on a little piece of bread, that's when it, 
they tell Hakadosh Baruch look, you should show favor. Not that we learn the daf and we do this and we do chesed. That one halacha. That's that. That's how they show that we should be the favorite taka. Unbelievable. So we're almost there. We're almost there. Ooh, it's already eight oh six. You guys in shul, just turn the volume down. Start davening. I don't think we're going to get to the end, even though it's very, very easy. What do you mean? We said that you should read the story with David, with Amnon. It's a terrible story over there. He, how he fooled her. He said he's sick, and he, she made him food, and then he's ma'anasar. The parasha that says Amnon and David that we don't remember, we said there's one parasha that you don't read, even the Torah, the Torah part, the Navi part, you don't read at all. That's this when it says Amnon bin David, we don't want to associate Amnon to David. But when it just says Amnon without David, that you read the Navi, do not explain it to the Amaratzim. Raboisai, have a wonderful, wonderful day. Sadik. You got it, Valpe? Come here. Eh, I don't know if the camera's on. Okay, we'll turn it off.